One of the things that I really find fascinating is that finding light is not the necessary piece. The act of looking for light, that's when the change has already happened. Just the fact that I'm looking for light changes my heart. I use that gift of choice to walk forward. I become an agent unto myself. And that's when change can occur. Hey guys, it's Seth, and welcome to another episode of Forward. Now, in today's episode, I had the opportunity to interview Nate Mitchell. Now, um, I say I, I had the opportunity to interview Nate Mitchell, but um, Nate's actually, I, I work with him. He, he's, he's right next door. In fact, he, he could very well be overhearing uh, this recording right now. Um, he is the co-director of Anasazi Foundation. Anasazi Foundation is a wilderness therapy program for uh, youth at risk. And it's a program that I have been associated with in one form or another since 2007. And uh, in my early 20s, I was you know, really struggling with life. And um, I had the opportunity to work at Anasazi Foundation. And what I, what I learned there um, was, was really transformative for me. And so um, a little while ago, I had the opportunity again to sit down with, with Nate Mitchell and, and talk about um, some of the principles that are taught at Anasazi Foundation, and I, I wanted to share a, a significant portion of that of that interview with you. Um, and, and in this one, we we talk about really what I think is key, uh, which is the gift of choice, um, and and our inherent power to choose, regardless of of what our circumstances might be. Um, now, at the uh, at the end of the interview, I'll actually uh, talk about some of my key takeaways, but now let's just go to the interview. So Nate, I wanted to thank you uh, for, for agreeing to sit down with me for this interview. Um, a lot of people are really anxious right now uh, because of things going on in the world. And, and, and from, from my perspective, I think Anasazi is, is uniquely positioned um, to share some some thoughts and some inspiration and some advice and uh, that may be helpful to people who are feeling really anxious. Uh, but before we get into that, um, could you describe to me what Anasazi Foundation is and your role at Anasazi? Sure. Um, Anasazi Outdoor Behavioral Healthcare uh, is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. Uh, we provide um, therapeutic services in the wilderness for at-risk youth. So it's a, a wilderness therapy uh, for young adults and for teens who are having some struggles in their lives uh, of, of all different varieties, um, from substance abuse problems to uh, depression, anxiety. Uh, but I would say one of the, the main things that all of the uh, folks that come to the program 
something they all have in common is struggles in their family relationships, um, which turns out to be, to a large part, the medicine that they need is the strength in those relationships. And so that's kind of our uh, main uh, strength and our measure of success is how do we do at, at healing and strengthening those relationships? Because there will be difficulties that, that people run into uh, because of our limitations and our um, just the chaos that we encounter in our lives. But if we have a relationship that's intact, especially a family relationship, we'll work it out. We'll get through it. Um, we'll make, we'll make a, something good out of that difficult time because of that connection. And so we don't measure success by uh, perfection. We measure success by connection. Describe the Anasazi program itself. Um, what, what happens when, when, a, when a person is admitted into the program? What is it that they experience? Oh, yeah, sure. Because I, I think it's relevant to our conversation. The experience at Anasazi is really pretty intense. It's a minimum of seven weeks stay, and it's all out in the wilderness. And it's a, what you would call a nomadic program, meaning that they go from one rendezvous point to the next rendezvous point throughout the week. In the wilderness. In, out in the wilderness. Yeah. They, and it's a very minimalist, uh, the amount of gear that they get to take with them. Uh, for example, they don't have a backpack. Uh, they have some other gear, and we teach them how to roll it up and tie it up in such a way that they can strap it onto their back. They don't have a tent. They get a tarp, and we teach them how to make a shelter if it's going to rain. Um, they don't have a lighter or matches if they want to make a fire to cook with or, or what have you. Then they need to learn how to make friction fire, which everybody at Anasazi has to learn how to make friction fire. Um, so there's a, a, a deep purpose to the ways and the reasons that we teach those ways. And they all have to do with, with connection in some way. So that's part of the intensity of the program is the natural walking on the land uh, and the, the connections with the people that, that are with you while you're doing that, that activity. And one of the reasons I, I, I wanted you to, to illustrate uh, what the the trail and the program really is like is because is because of how much we um, we use that language uh, of of walking and hiking and living and experiencing and 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 climbing uh, mountains in the wilderness um, how much we use that language and 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 bring it into life yeah. i guess the, the the real world and what we 're experiencing. So those those difficulties, those those uh, relationships, or those those work troubles, or conditions in the world at large, we often talk about them in terms of the wilderness, and we'll say, um, you know, like this is like climbing a mountain, right? This is like a really hard week on the trail. This is like that time when it was a monsoon and it just seemed like nothing was going to get better, and then the sun came out and everything was dry within two or three hours, you know. It's, it's, I, I needed that, that background of what the program was because of how critical that language is to what the experiences we want to, to share with, with our, our listeners and our viewers. You have often, uh, talked about the, the concept of looking for light. 
Um, and, and you'll talk about the trail and, and how sometimes on the trail it's, it's dark and you're not able to find your way when it's dark. Um, and so then you've, you've shared, um, some insights that you've, that you've learned about looking for light. Could you elaborate more on, on that idea of looking for light? Sure. Yeah. Um, it, it looking for light is, uh, almost like a mantra for me sometimes that I, I need to, to remember to look for light because I, I'm prone like everybody else to only see the darkness. And sometimes, and maybe this is like a, a natural tendency that we have when we notice darkness and the metaphor would be like walking into a room and there's darkness in there. So you grab your broom and you try to sweep out all the darkness and you go to the darkest corner that you could find and try to, to sweep out that darkness. And you work really hard to do that. Uh, and it doesn't work. And then all you see is more and more and more dark because you want to get in there and get rid of it, right? In the Seven Paths book, well, one of the paths is the path of light. And in there, it talks about how every day nature teaches us a, a really valuable and simple lesson about light. And that is this truth, that light chases away darkness. We in our lives, when we experience darkness and we we allow ourselves to pay attention to the our feelings, and we know that we want to get rid of that darkness, sometimes we try to chase that darkness away with something that's just a little bit less dark, uh, or or we think that by focusing on that darkness somehow that will chase it away. Well, there's only one thing that chases away darkness. And the, the reason that that's true is because darkness isn't really a thing. It's only a word that we have to describe a lack of something else. If you understand that darkness in your life is only a description of a lack of something else, and a, the thing that you're lacking is light, it makes it really simple to think about things in, in terms of how do I look for that light? When you feel like you're lost to despair, um, focusing on that despair hasn't never really been a recipe for um, making things better. And sometimes looking for light is as simple as finding meaning in a difficult time. Out on the trail, I've seen people experiencing really difficult things. There's almost nothing about being out in the wilderness in that mode that's easy or comfortable. But, I, I, but I've seen groups of, of uh, young people in circumstances where they have every excuse to feel sorry for themselves and to be truly miserable. And I've walked in and I've seen them with smiles on their faces and singing songs and telling jokes to each other. I've seen the opposite too. In our lives, when you experience that kind of darkness, those kinds of excuses, you can hear uh, your own voice saying, well, it was the storm that made me angry. I'm experiencing this misery because of that circumstance that's happening to me. But there's a principle that we teach out on the trail that we call the gift of choice. And 
Each one of us in every circumstance has this opportunity to choose. Uh, we can choose in, when we're soaking and wet and cold. We can choose to be miserable. Or we can choose to find some meaning, some joy. And, and one of the interesting things is, because I, I've experienced that a few times and I've had a chance to talk to the people who went through that, because I'm just blown away. Because if it was me, I would, I would be really feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. But these people are just, just joyful about it. Um, and I get to ask them why and how that happened. And, and only in that, the, like the process of really digging into that, did they start to teach themselves this principle that when I walk forward, when I use my gift of choice to walk forward, I, I act instead of being acted upon. And it's, it's the same with, uh, with relationships, too. When you find yourself in, in any sort of uh, unfavorable circumstance, we still have that fundamental choice of acting or being acted upon. And that's the difference between walking forward and walking backward and looking for darkness or looking for light. One of the things that I really find fascinating is that finding light is not the necessary piece. The act of looking for light, that's when the change has already happened. Just the fact that I'm looking for light changes my heart. I use that gift of choice to walk forward. I become an agent unto myself. And that's when change can occur. At, at Anasazi, we have this ceremony that's called a blanket stepping. And in this ceremony, there's an old blanket that's laid out on uh, Mother Earth, as Ezekiel says, and a crow hop away, there's a new blanket. This ceremony represents having a new beginning. When we sit on the old blanket, we talk about the things that um, are in the physical part of our experience. When a trail walker is, is having that ceremony with a, a young walker, a young person, they're both sitting together on the old blanket because they both need to have a new beginning. The invitation that they receive is specific and it's important in, in uh, a couple of different ways. The one part of the invitation is think, you know, thinking about the stuff in the physical world. That you're... Um, that's not helping you to walk forward, right? And that you would be willing to leave behind. And think about those two criteria. Because what, what we don't say is um, things that are causing you to walk backwards or things that are hurting you or harming you or bad stuff that's in your life. Just think about it. Make this mental list in your mind about the things that are not helping you to walk forward. You're on this journey and you have to carry everything with you. If there's extra stuff in there that's not helping you to walk forward, why would you carry it around, right? So, so that's a different list. And then think about the things that you're willing 
to leave behind. Not the things that you're ready to change or that you need to fix or that you uh, have to make different. All that's required is your willingness. So when I experience that darkness and I think about that blanket stepping, I think about a new beginning. I choose in those moments. And sometimes, I, like I mentioned before, sometimes if I'm honest with myself, I'm not willing to leave that behind yet. I'm not willing to leave behind the anger. I'm not willing to leave behind the pride or any of those things. As stupid as it sounds, those are kind of my reality in the moment. But when I can see things clearly, I become more and more willing to leave those things behind. The thing that makes me let the difference, right, between staying stuck and uh, being just even just a little bit willing to leave those things behind is never inside of me. It's always, it, I always find it in somebody else. The example of uh, the humanity, the the beauty and truth that I see in somebody else. That's what, that's what makes that difference, that tipping point between my determination to stay uh, stuck and to let some things go. You mentioned the act of walking forward is what brings light into your life. And I mean, I mean, just recently I, I, as soon as you said that, I thought of um, what's happening right now um, with the pandemic, um, the coronavirus, um, and 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 the economic troubles that are that are going with it. Um, I I left work um, not long after it was declared a pandemic because my immediate thought was my family. And I got to make sure everyone's okay. And how do I do that? I've got three kids, basically, I mean, three, two, and one. Like Those are their ages, right? And so I got to stock up on all of the diapers, <laughs> which everybody else, everybody else is doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, um, so I, I'm already feeling incredibly anxious uh, for my family. And my wife, at the same time, uh, was insistent that we, 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 we consider foster care, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, Kim, there's, there's a pandemic going on right now. The economy is tanking. Um, and we need to get diapers. <laughs> I can't get more diapers for another child right now. This is just too much. They better come with their own diapers. <laughs> and so, um, I was feeling very anxious, but, um, you know, if I've learned, something from Anasazi, it's, it's that hope comes as you move forward. Hmm. And, um, and so we opened up our home um, to, a, uh, to another foster child. We don't know how long this, this child will stay with us. Um, it's, it's always indefinite, you know, you never know. Um, but I can tell you that the moment we brought her home, there's a pandemic going around, and there's all of these anxieties and all these struggles, all these different concerns and, and, and fears going on outside of the walls of our home. 
But the moment we did that and walked forward and brought her into our home, that will remain one of the sweetest experiences of hope that I've ever felt in my life. And there's meaning in that. You know, there's meaning in that. There's, yeah. there's, there's meaning that comes from walking forward. And, 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 and those are things that I learned here at Anasazi. And, I, and, and like you said, um, if people are struggling to find meaning and hope uh, and faith, uh, the, the best thing that, that we can encourage um, is to walk forward um, as far as they're able. And then a little bit further. And a little bit further. It sounds like in, in that example, it sounds like light found you. That happens sometimes. And we have to be willing to receive it. Well, yeah, so that was a, a little bit of a personal story from, from, my, uh, from my life. Um, you know, we ended there. But um, some of the key takeaways that I really appreciated uh, from this interview with Nate was was when he spoke about uh, our relationships with our family being the medicine that we typically need. Um, you know, when we're struggling in life, it, it seems to always be in association with a relationship uh, that's not doing so well. And, and it's when we, when we work on that relationship, when we strengthen that relationship, when we, when we find uh, resolution in that relationship, that's, that's actually the medicine that we typically need. And, and I found that to be very profound. Uh, the other, the other takeaway I, I really appreciated was, um, when he spoke about the, the blanket stepping and, and being willing to put something down, to, to leave something behind. Um, you know, leave things behind that weren't helping you to walk forward. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Like, you know, in my life right now, I, I am, I am really attuned to, uh, politics and news. I, I, I like it. It's fascinating for me. Um, but you know, this political cycle has been particularly, um, dark and contentious. And, um, I have found that it's not really helping me to move forward, to be, um, super invested in it. It's, it's good for me to be informed. Of course it is. Um, but it's actually detrimental for me and my progress to be hyper invested. Um, I, I, I have the tendency to become somewhat obsessed, uh, with, with what's happening in the political world. And I, and I have no real influence other than, uh, to say that there's this and this thing that I don't like, or this and this thing that I, that I do like. And, and, um, it, it would be far more beneficial for me and my family if I were walking forward in projects that I, I know I have, um, some, some influence and power in and, and helping my family and, and serving my community. Um, so I found that to be, to be really uh, beneficial, and then, and then of course the 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 part I, I think I really liked, that really resonated with me, um, which is why I opened with the clip, um, was the act of looking for light, just simply looking for light, um, actually, actually um, changes you, right? It, it brings hope into your life, and and that is um, something that I have tested and I've found to be true over and over and over again. Um, that when, when we look for light, we look for hope, we find it, we most certainly find it. And so that is something that I would encourage you to do, uh, as you, as you finish this podcast, that you go out and you look for light and, and you encourage that light and you, and you help grow that light, um, 
add more light to that. Um, and, and in, and in that way, I think we can all really and truly, um, move forward. Thank you again for watching this episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a five-star review and share it with your friends and family. And above all, have faith and keep moving forward. 